July 29th, the biggest event in boxing in recent years is going down. Unified champ Errol Spence is putting his titles up on the line against, I think it's WBO. Check that welterweight champion, uh, Terrence Crawford, in the battle of the best two welterweights in the world. Some would say the best two fighters in the world. And we have unified champion Errol Spence repping Dallas, Texas on Higher Learning right now. Champ, how you doing? Doing good. Can't complain. Uh, I got a fighter that's fighting this weekend in Vegas, so I decided to end my camp in, uh, in Vegas. Yeah, you're doing the promotion game too as well, so you're on both sides of it. It was really important for you to be a promoter, from what I've learned. Why is it important for you to actually control the game as well as just be a part of it? Um, because a lot of a lot of fighters don't have we have poor representation, especially you know with promoters and managers because they really don't understand what it's like to be a boxer, what boxers go through. And I think if I if I if I'm a promoter, I can whatever boxer going through, you know, mentally, physically. You know, what fighters go to once they get to the highs, when they make a lot of money, when they get to lows, when they don't have a lot of money, I've been through it all. So my understanding is way different from someone who, you know, 60, 70 years old and more out of date really don't, don't, don't know what a fighters go to and don't, don't even know what, you know, today young people is going to, period. Mm, word. So about this fight in particular, there's been so much talk about who's going to win. I'm bored with it. I'm bored with trying to predict who's going to win the fight. I don't want to hear no more about it. I don't want to hear anything about it unless I'm talking to one of y'all. Now, I've heard that if you're going to win this fight, it's because you are going to pound Terrence Crawford into submission with relentless pressure and the angles that you can create the jab, smothering him. Is that the way you see yourself winning the fight? Are you going to take Terrence Crawford to pound town? <laughs> um, I think it's going to be a number of ways I'm going to be him. I think, yeah, pressure definitely. Uh, boxing definitely beating him. Uh, just fundamentals, using my jab. Um, just it, But the key is to me is just being just focused 100%. You know, not having any legs in the fight because I feel like, like you look at the greats like Floyd Mayweather, a lot of guys, they always was focused on their opponent. Doesn't matter. The guys who lose focus even for a split second, you know, that can cost you. That cost you in the fight. So for me, it's just stay focused, listen to my coach's game plan, and basically just breaking them down mentally, physically, and winning the fight in dominating fashion. So that's true. You're going to take him to pound town is what you're trying to say. It's okay to say it, Errol. Talk your shit. Oh, I'm going to punish him. I'm going to say punish him. Everybody seeing the way I fight and see what I do. So they know, like, if he can't hold up physically and mentally to, to, to how I fight, you know, it's, it's going to be an ugly night for him. It's going to be an ugly night for him regardless. Even if he can hold up, it's going to be an ugly night for him regardless. This episode is brought to you by Shea Moisture. We finally got some deodorants designed specifically for people with rich melanin skin from Shea Moisture. And they're amazing. Made with Shea Butter and Black Dermatologist Approved. 
These deodorants give you and your skin the care that it needs. Now, here's the thing, Rachel. Okay. The deodorants came to the house. Yes, me too. You got yours. I got them. Kalika picked one up mm-hmm. specifically. And I was like, oh, why are you picking that one up? And she said, because it says it's even underarm tone. Mm-hmm. And she goes like, sometimes when you use the other deodorants, they leave like your underarms untoned or something like that. And she was so excited to have it. She went back and she started using it right there, which made me wonder if she had put deodorant on for the day. <laughs> maybe she just reapplied. Maybe she, but but like, so that's a, it's a huge deal. And I've been using it too. It's very great. It's good. It smell good. All yeah. Day. No, no, no. It is good. And it's last long. Like mm. I'm a sweater. Mm-hmm. So I need something strong. Mm. And I need, in addition to, I like that it evens out the underarm. I like the moisture and all of that, but it's the, I need it to last long. And this lasts for, it's a 48 hour sweat and odor protection, which is key. Wow. Uh, get the protection your skin deserves. Tap the banner to learn more or visit SheaMoisture.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Look at you. You're smart. You're stylish. You've just got it going on. And your ride should be no different. The new 2024 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid is the sedan that meets all your needs. With head-turning details like a sleek front-end plus stylish interior and an available 12.3-inch digital instrument cluster and seamless tech integration. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the 2024 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid. Yeah, I, I watch you fight. I've seen every round you've ever fight. You've ever fought, should I say. And it's times in the fight where I go, man... Earl is enjoying this. Like, you come across like a nice guy, but I got to be real, bro. You really like beating niggas up, bro. You <laughs> like you you like punching the shit out of people. When did that happen in your life that you realized being in there and competing somebody and taking something from them is something that you enjoy? Uh, it probably happened when I, when I used to spar before I even fought. And I just got to enjoy me. That sounds kind of sadistic, but nah, you I know I know you like it. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta you know kind of enjoyment, you know, putting somebody, beating somebody, breaking somebody's wheel. I get enjoyment of breaking somebody's wheel. Like when you break a, another man's wheel, especially grown man, you break his wheel. That that says a lot. You know, another grown man, you breaking his wheel with your bare hand. I mean, not with your bare hands, but with your gloves, you breaking his wheel. Which that's. That says a lot. And that means like you basically conquered that man. You basically destroyed that man. And you just broke his wheel. And I don't know his family, his friends, and everybody watching. So and he's not trying to get, you know, his wheel broken in front of everybody. And you just broke him. You ever think about when you boxing in there, you know, you breaking the man's will, you taking his will that, you know, his girl is watching. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his girl, because they always do this thing when they fighting, right? Is yeah. they cut to the wives yeah. and every time they do that bro it breaks my heart because these women are down there going through it you ever think like I'm about to take this man's will his girl is watching and who knows she might be in my DMs after the fight the way I didn't beat this man in front of everybody on pay per view Nah, hell nah, cause, uh, cause, cause he's trying to do he's trying to do the same to me. So I, I want them to cut and, and show his parents and show his girl. I look, I want them to show my girl, and my girl's you know, pulling about to pull her out, and my mom freaking out too. So 
I'm trying to have the opposite, and I'm trying to break him. So his, I rather his family proud of my family. Exactly. You know, I'll be I'll be honest with you, Errol. You know, I uh I thought y'all was gonna fumble this, bro. I was starting to lose faith in y'all, bro. Y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all was getting on my nerves, bro. I was like, yo, yeah. it's a bunch of fights every week. I, it'll just be a different random fighter. Y'all, it'll, some people play, it'll be like Terrence Crawford versus Harvestesian or something yeah. like that. And I'll be like, bro, what the, what's going on, man? What took so long to get the fight made for all the fight fans out there? Why did it take so long? Uh, just business and negotiations. Um, you know, now in today's time, it's more boxers, athletes in general, which is more, you know, business savvy, you know, we know we, we have control of our career. So, you know, it's a lot of different demands, some demands, you know, unrealistic and, you know, just, just, you know, a far, just far right. But, you know, you try to come to a conclusion and make the fight happen. So it just took a long time, just kinked getting me out of kinks and getting out of wrinkles out of it. But, you know, we finally got to this point. But, you know, we the ball the ball almost fumbled probably about <laughs> 30, 40 times. But we got to the finish line. Got to the finish line. That's good. You know, I want to ask you something. And it's just about boxing in general. Um, I remember uh, back in the day I went, I had a Mexican friend. And um, he still is a good friend of mine. And I went to watch a fight with his family. And it was Oscar De La Hoya versus Bernard Hopkins. And I get inside of the house and I'm watching the fight with his family. And I realize very quickly that I'm outnumbered. Because I'm looking for B-Hop to go to work. That's what I'm looking for. And the whole family, obviously, I didn't think about this, is rooting for Oscar De La Hoya. So, you know, B-Hop stops him with the body shot. And I'm like, oh, that's what the... And I look and everybody's looking at me. I'm like, yo, man, I might, I might need to calm down a little bit. Are y'all cognizant of that when you guys are boxing in terms of the fact that boxing is a heavily racial, ethnic, pride driving thing? Like, have you ever been in the ring and been like, man, I can't lose to this white boy? Like, have oh, you ever... Yeah, for sure. That's how that's how it always is. That's like it's really it's really like that's something that everybody think about. Like especially if you black, like losing to you know to a white guy, like that's not that's like taboo in in the black community to you know it's, lose a fight to you know to a white guy. You know, it might be you know sad to say, but it is. That's just that's just what it is. That's how that's how we grew up. But um. But yeah, yeah, I am cognizant of how how just racially divided it is. Like you got countries like this guy might be Argentina, all the Argentina is going for him. This guy Mexican, all the Mexican is going for him. And it's just kind of sad because like with the blacks, it's not like that. It's like it'd be black versus a Mexican, and they're gonna go for you know some blacks gonna go for the Mexican. You know, and it's just divide. But you know, with when it's you know Mexicans or white or Russians or guy from UK, you know, they people want they guys going for they guys. You know, but with us, you know, it's more you know of an argument. And just because you black, don't mean I gotta I gotta pick him. Yeah, you don't. But you know, what I'm saying you would like to see that. But. Right. 
Yeah. Bro, you know, I'd be boxing, bro. You know, I'd be in there, man. You know? Oh, yeah. Training, uh, uh, you box, you, you, you yeah. be sparring at the. Yeah, yeah, I spar. You know, I spar. I like, you know, and it was interesting how you just did that because when I said I box, you think, you know, I'm hitting the pads and you like, he don't really yeah. get in the ring, bro. I get in the ring, I get, I get, I get my bell rung a little bit. You know, I, I go up against people and it's lonely, dog. You know, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm confiding in you right now because if I'm on the basketball court and I got somebody in front of me and I can't get a bucket, I could pass it. I could set a screen. But when you in that ring and somebody just whooping your motherfucking ass, it's not much you could do, bro. And nobody, <laughs> nobody can say you put yourself taking the knee, quitting, your coach throwing in the towel, or the referee stopping the fight. There's only three people they can say in the fight. Is when you are to that point where you are, you know you're in a fight and you're being pushed to your limit to where it's like, damn, what is the thing that you do to make sure? Because sometimes I get hit hard and I just go crazy. And I'm like, look, I, I ain't no bitch. So yeah. whatever. And every time that happens, I get beat up. Every time. Yeah. What does Errol Spence do to control his aggression in moments where the fight gets really, really super rough? Because in this fight right here against Terrence Crawford, yeah. I guarantee you the person who can dig the deepest is going to win this fight. What are you going to do? What do you do to stay focused when it really, really gets high level in there? Uh, I think that comes from, you know, experience, you know, being, you know, having not the exact situation, but having some situation like that. And it just comes from just, you got to have, I feel like you got to have an effect. And that's what the greats and the, and the good and the somewhat greats had, like guys like Mayweather and Kodo and all the guys that had something inside them, you know, that you push them, they're going to push harder. And my whole thing is if somebody pushes at me, I'm definitely going to push harder. And in my head, I'm like, I get back to the corner. I'm like, man, he got me fucked up. Like, I ain't, I ain't going. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going. And, and my my instinct, their flight or flight instinct. Some a lot of people had that flight instinct where they, you know, they're gonna quit or you know, what I'm saying they're gonna crumble. For me, my instinct is always fight. Like I gotta, I gotta think of a way to get out of this situation, or I just gotta fight fire with fire and try to back him off. So that's just, that's basically the situation I've been in. I just I just fight fire with fire. Like you coming at me. I'm gonna come at you even more two times harder you come at me. Is that the Dallas in you? My co-host, she's not here right now, but she is from Oak Cliff in uh -huh. Dallas. And so she always be acting like she hard, bro. You know what I mean? She be acting like she hard. I'm from Baton Rouge. I don't know yeah. if it get much harder. You know what I mean? But she be acting like she hard because she's from Dallas. She's very, you know, her daddy was a judge and stuff, but she still yeah. She be you know, repping Oak Cliff and all of that stuff. Is it the Dallas in you? You fight for Dallas. Is that is that one of the reasons why you, you know you got that dog in you like that? Because I was out there, man, and I'll be honest, just to deal with the heat, y'all got to be some dogs. It's ridiculous in Dallas, bro. Tell us about growing up there. Like what? How? What kind of fighter that made you? Oh, yeah, you definitely grew up in Dallas. Uh, fighting all the time, and you know. In this situation, this school fighting this school, and this thing fighting this thing, 
you know, this type of situation, on the parties and all that. And just like, it's no quitting me, just how I was raised by my mother and my father. And them, they just said, and them, them type of, you know, standards. And when I played football or any sport I played, like, you know, it was, it was no quit. And my dad, I didn't want to quit in front of my dad anyway, or him seeing me quit. Like, it's been times I spar, whatever I look out to the side to see, you know, and I actually look on his face and see, you know, how he feel about what I'm doing in sparring or what I'm doing in basketball, football, whatever. And so, you know, it was always, to make my parents happy and the, and you don't disappoint them. Mm. And that was my big thing. And then once I got kids, it was, you know, get them a bit of life, you know, make sure I, I made the most out of boxing and I walk away, you know, with, with my mind intact and my finances great too. That's right. the main thing for me. And a lot of boxers don't realize that they just want to fight. I want to fight the best. Yeah, I want to do that when I was younger, but now, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get paid. Yeah, I want to fight the best, but it's all about, you know, getting paid and getting out to the game and not getting abused and used. But as you said before, yeah, it is a Texas because our gym is about 100 and some degrees in our gym. And it's human in there too. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, our gym is literally. Like you gotta go outside just to get a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Because it's so hot now, you know. And we got a tin roof too. So if you stand still, like the heat, you'll feel the heat like coming down from the tin roof. Like it's a real old school jump. Right. Man. Um, that's crazy. As soon as I get in the gym, I I, I turn the air on sixty five, bro. I need to be able to breathe. I don't know. Oh, nah. there, bro. We just got fans that run, they just blow hot air. Nah, bro. I need to be <laughs> trying to get you know. Um Look, I, I got a question for you. So, you know, you're undefeated. Terrence is yeah. undefeated. There are a lot of fires in the game now that are protecting O's. Let's be real. I'm yeah. a big boxing fan. They're protecting O's. Yeah. And um, for people who might not be as deep into boxing, is that when I say protecting O's, I mean they're protecting undefeated records um, because the most skilled fighter of our generation, Floyd Mayweather Jr., never lost a fight. And that was a big part of his narrative is that he never had a bad night under the lights. Yeah. I, I there is a conversation amongst boxing fans about whether or not that is good or bad for the sport, right? About whether or not Floyd himself and the way he went about things, as much as awesome as Floyd was and as amazing and untouchable as Floyd was, whether or not that was good or bad for boxing as far as big fights being made. What do you think Floyd Mayweather's legacy in terms of the way he went about the business of boxing, the matchmaking, or anything like that that fans might be talking about? Do you feel like that was good or bad for the sport, like Floyd? Um, as, a, as a boxer, Floyd was great for boxing. Floyd is great for boxing. Just he basically, you know, changed the sport. Um, he, was, he got paid more. You know, um, he took the fights on his own terms. Basically, everything happened on his own terms, you know. And just, you know, the way he was getting paid, you know, things like the way he left the sport, he left the sport with his brand still intact, you know, still a boatload of money, crazy money. And, like, yeah, he, did, he didn't lose, but, I mean, that's not his fault he didn't lose. He fought <laughs> probably like 20-something, 20-something, yeah, world champions and, and beat them all. So. 
I mean, it's not his fault. Just like with Pacquiao, he didn't fight Pacquiao at this time because he wanted Pacquiao to take a drug test. And Pacquiao would take a drug test. And Pacquiao finally took a drug test, you know, when he was a little bit older. I mean, that's not his fault. I don't blame him for not fighting him. I mean, he's sus- suspected him to be on something. So, I mean, because a lot of people saying he was on something. So, I feel like Floyd was great for the sport because he made it, he made it, made more boxers think about the business of boxing rather than, rather than, you know, just shutting up and just going to go fight. And, and he taught a lot of boxers, like people don't understand, he said hard work, dedication. And with a lot of boxers, they get mixed up with what Floyd is doing with the Ferraris, Lambos, Rolls Royces, big houses, jewelry. Okay, he got all that, but how they get it? Hard work, dedication. He stayed in the gym, stayed working, stayed training. Never came, never got into a fight, had stepping on, never got tired of the fight. You know, he always worked on his craft. His model was hard work, dedication. He was pretty boy before he was money Mayweather. And a lot of, a lot of kids, a lot of young bosses try to be Money way was it before they before they pretty boy. And so it's just certain phases you got to go through. A lot of fighters they don't understand that they just see the money and see the jury, the cars, and all that, and they don't see how he got all that. They're just looking at it right now. But he got all that hard work and dedication. So I salute him, and um, I think he 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 was great for the sport. He made more boxers become businessmen rather than just being just. Just being a fighter in box. This episode is brought to you by Shea Moisture. We finally got some deodorants designed specifically for people with rich melanin skin from Shea Moisture. And they're amazing. Made with Shea butter and black dermatologists approved. These deodorants give you and your skin the care that it needs. Now, here's the thing, Rachel. Okay. The deodorants came to the house. Yes, me too. You got yours. I got them. Kalika picked one up mm-hmm. specifically. And I was like, oh, why are you picking that one up? And she said, because... It says it's even underarm tone. Mm-hmm. And she goes like, sometimes when you use the other deodorants, they leave like your underarms untoned or something like that. And she was so excited to have it. She went back and she started using it right there, which made me wonder if she had put deodorant on for the day. <laughs> Maybe she just reapplied. Maybe she, but, but like, so that's a, it's a huge deal. And I've been using it too. It's very great. It's good. It smells good. The whole yeah. Thing. No, no, no. It is good. And it's last long. Like mm-hmm. I'm a sweater. Mm-hmm. So I need something strong. Mm. And I need, in addition to, I like that it evens out the underarm. I like the moisture and all of that, but it's the, I need it to last long. And this lasts for, it's a 48 hour sweat and odor protection, which is key. Wow. Uh, get the protection your skin deserves. Tap the banner to learn more or visit SheaMoisture.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Look at you. You're smart. You're stylish. You've just got it going on. And your ride should be no different. The new 2024 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid is the sedan that meets all your needs. With head-turning details like a sleek front-end plus stylish interior and an available 12.3-inch digital instrument cluster and seamless tech integration. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the 2024 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid. I got two more questions for you, champ. I'm not going to hold you for uh, forever. I know you got to get back to training and I guess like, you know, eating salmon and running or whatever you're doing. Your weight's good. All of that's good right now. You you get out. I'll be, yeah, I'll be watching the all access. Y'all wake up. He's like, I wake up, I eat. 
and then I go and I spar for seven hours and then I run and then I go to sleep. I'd be like, man, God bless these motherfuckers. That's that's crazy. I I, I see y'all doing this. It's It's a dedication. There's a lot of talk and rankings in terms of fighters. We rank fighters top in the division, top pound for pound, anything like that. Since you've been fighting at 147, you've always been one, two, three, you know, since you've had a belt as far as like you've been up there and stuff. Are there any fighters out there that you look and you say, I just don't see how this guy is ranked this high? Are there any fighters that you think are crazy overrated in the way that uh in the way that people look at them and view them and you don't see why people have them in such a high regard? Nah. No. You feel like nah. people normally get that about right? They don't get it about right as far as the rank is, but I mean, all of them, all of them supposed to be there. I mean, the rankings can be different, but all of them definitely supposed to be there. Like Terrence Crawford himself. He is looked at as the most versatile fighter at 147. It's going to be yeah. a handful, Errol. There's a lot of people, he's looking at, at the most versatile fighter at 147. It's a switch hitter. He's a great athlete. I saw this video on YouTube a couple of days ago of him deadlifting like 475 pounds. And it looked like when he looked in the camera that he was looking at you. I'm not going to lie, bro. It looked like he was <laughs> like, yeah, what's happening with that? You know, um, what do you feel like your biggest advantage against Terrence Crawford will be a guy who's so highly rated, who's so skilled besides size. Obviously you're a naturally bigger guy, but yeah. besides size, what do you feel like your big advantage over Terrence Crawford would be? Uh, he definitely not more skilled than me. He, he's not more skilled than you. You don't think so? Nah, he's, he's it's a difference between talent and skill. Mm. Talented guy gets the skills is something you learn. Being in the gym, like I'm like, like let's say Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan. Kevin Garnett is more talented than Tim Duncan, but he's not more skilled than Tim Duncan. You know what I'm saying? That's the same thing with me. He he's he's more talented than me. God given ability, and, you know, do different things, but he's not more skilled than me. I feel like I got way more way more skills than him, and um. Yeah, he, he's extremely gifted. You know, I say like, you know, he might be like a, not as far as like reflexes, but he could be like a, you know, Roy Jones type gifted type guy. But as far as, you know, skill wise, Bernard Hawkins was more skilled than Roy Jones, but Roy Jones was more talented than, than Bernard Hawkins. So that's the thing, that's the thing, you know, I feel like that's the same for me and him. I mean, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a huge task, but you know, I'm willing to do it. It's gonna be a huge task for him to beat me too, especially like how he did his other opponents and trying to put on them. I feel like he can't do nothing to me to the aspect that like he done the last. I think he he beat like the last ten or eleven guys he knocked out. I feel like he can't do nothing, nothing, nothing even slight the same to me as he did to them. Mm. All right. By the way, just, you know, just let you know, KG gonna hear this. He's gonna be mad, bro. You gonna you, Kevin Garnett gonna be like, why? He, he, he like KG 
and the, the KG and Tim Duncan thing used to just to, I'm a little older than you. That yeah. used to torture KG. He gonna he gonna be like, I mean, why Errol Spence dissing me right now? But like what I did to Errol This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York, we want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. So last question I want to ask you, you know, I told you I'll be boxing, but rappers be boxing too. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, yeah, see, you laughed. See what happened? I want everybody to, I want everybody to, to hear what just happened when I said that to Errol Spence Jr., he laughed because Errol Spence has seen these videos. And sometimes y'all put these videos out and y'all in the midst and y'all be thinking y'all be going ham. <laughs> it's good. So I'm going to do this. We're going to do an exercise real quick. It's called rapper rounds. I'm going to name a rapper. And then you tell me how many rounds it would take Errol Spence Jr. to take this rapper out. If y'all was fighting, you down to play this game? Yeah. Okay. Drake, how many rounds could Drake last with you? Man, that would be 30, probably 45 seconds. <laughs> but he kind of, you know, he got a little beef on him, so he'll probably take some shots, couple up. That's about it. Meek, you and Meek, how long is Meek gonna last? Like you sure that now? Well, <laughs> you see me hit them, hit them nail, hit that bag, man. <laughs> cool, he gonna break out a whip paper bag, nah. Man. All right, okay, let's go up and wait a little bit then. Let's go up and wait a little bit. Fifty Cent, Errol Spence, and Fifty Cent. How many uh, rounds you? How many uh, rounds 50, you feel like Fifty be boxing uh, though? He used to box, yeah, he used to box. But he ain't in our shape though. So uh I mean a lot of these guys it's just how many seconds I I would want to take them out. But I mean I give him probably two minutes. Two minutes. Okay, two minutes. You didn't say for Meek, so I'm a, I'm assuming for Meek it's like 15, 20 seconds. You'll probably take five seconds. <laughs> All right, last one. This guy really be boxing. And this is my something that you might look at down the line, you know, 
after your career when you just stealing money from people, fighting exhibitions on Zeus Network or whatever it is. Um, L. Spence versus Blueface. Mm. Blueface, hold on before before you do this, champ. Before you do that, Blueface like six four. You know what I mean? He a southpaw like yourself. He been fighting for a little while, bruh. You know, he 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 got you. He 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 got he's a little bigger. How long you think you and Blueface, if Blueface is in the ring with you, how long would that last? He he it looks like he be taking it serious if you box and stuff. May probably be probably be a minute. <laughs> okay. So I'm looking at this. Rick Ross, I saw Rick Ross hitting the heavy bag too, but you know we'll leave the boss out of this, man. He he, he Rick Ross, big, he big as hell, big as hell. So that, okay, so Rick Ross big. So then you are saying that he might last a little bit longer? Hey, yeah, I would think so unless I hit him in the head. <laughs> yeah, so could, yeah. could, could is there a rapper in the world that could make it to the second round with Errol Spence if? You were trying to take them out. Is there any rapper in the world? Mm. No. The most of the young rappers be skinny, little. No. Yeah. Champ, you focus, bro. You focus because you took that way more seriously than I thought you was going to. Like when I, th- I thought you was, I, I said that, he's like, nah, 45 seconds. I saw your brain computing how you would take these guys out. Is So I'll ask you one last question. Is there, Has there ever been anybody, like rapper, athlete, actor, whatever, that you've seen working in the gym that you've thought he looked like he could fight? Uh, it was somebody I can't even... It's somebody that was all right. I don't know who it was. I think you know who it was. Mike, maybe Michael B. Jordan. You ever seen him work out for Creed? He looked like he take it pretty seriously. Nah, I ain't, I ain't never seen him. I want to say, nah, was it Uzi? It was somebody. Mm. It was somebody that was that was all right, that was hitting that was hitting the that was hitting the bag eye. Right. Uh, Toby too. Toby, Toby, I. Toby who? Toby. Um, he rap. He African. Oh nah, yeah, yeah. Toby yeah. from Houston. Yeah, yeah, from Houston. Yeah, from Houston. Now nah, I seen him in there with uh, I seen him yeah. in there with Charlo. Charlo. Yeah, yeah. I actually, actually, when I saw him in there with Charlo, that's my man. I actually hit him up and I was like, Yo, I'm gonna be in Houston pretty soon. You know, I asked him if he can give me a couple rounds. Like, how far, like, I'm, just to give you some specs real quick, you know, I'm a southpaw, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I do my thing. I'm, um, I'm 6'4", I'm about two, two, 265, 270 now. How long do you think I would last if we got in the ring? You know what I mean? If it was me versus you, like, what, how long do you think I would last, you know? And I was, and I was trying to get you? Yeah, you trying to, you know, you trying to take me out. Look at this. Let me uh, give you the shoe shine right there, yeah. champ. You know, you know it's, it's over. It's over quick. Yeah, it's, it's over. It's a wrap. You'll be, it's you'll a, be dude, though. It's about six, four, two, six. You said 260? Yeah, about 265, 270. Yeah, I'm a big guy. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next time you get on here, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna show you some video. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna push it too much, you know, because I I might jump in there and take a fight. You might be promoting me. I might want Frank Martin. I might want Frank Martin. Hey, you know what I mean? If Frank Martin, Frank Martin about five four. Yeah, I, I'm. I, you know, I, I might, I might want Frank Martin. I want, I might want to jump in there, or I mean, do you, you got any heavyweights? Yeah, we got Anthony Joshua. Okay, all right, nah, I don't want. <laughs> all right, okay, uh, champ. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on Higher Learning. Great luck. I'm wishing you luck. I'm wishing Crawford luck. But more than anything, I hope both of y'all come out of this healthy, um, and ready to do it again. I think it's gonna be a razor close fight. Whoever wins, and I hope that we get uh, a, a couple of these, maybe even a trilogy, so that I can make as much money for y'all families as possible. We appreciate you joining us yeah. on Higher Learning, brother. Um, good luck and continued success. All right, my man. Appreciate it.